Hi, I'm Anna Ng, founder of Client-Centric Property, a full-time property agent, recipient of Top 10 Achievers Award of ERA Realty Network and a mother of two girls. From a girl with inferior complex to a lady with self-confidence, my clients and friends sometimes feel I am a yaya papaya, but yet they love the strong vibe in me. And this show, I will share with you my struggles on juggling family and work, overcoming them, building my self-confidence and gaining the respect of my family, clients and friends. Welcome to the Client-Centric Property Show. Welcome to Client-Centric Property Show. I'm Anna and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you on illegal sublet and eviction. I remember there was a year whereby my mentor and I were working quite intensely, uh, quite intensively in Pasiris area. And then we have a seller, a landlord, a landlord who owns a unit in the Passeries executive apartment. And the landlord actually has another private property in District 10. And because his son is going there to study, so the entire family moved over to District 10, Bukit Timah, and left the Passeries executive apartment empty. He wishes to rent out. As such, we help him to locate for tenants. The tenants we managed to secure for him is a Korean student. He's in his early 20s, studying in a university in Singapore. Everything seems normal. And subsequently, he came over to stay with his wife. Everything seems normal until subsequently, the mother came from Korea to visit him for two weeks stay and he informed the landlord. The, the lease is for a period of two years. Everything seems fine until one day, the landlord gave us a call. He says that for no reason, the rentals have been lagging for payments. And then when he tried to look for the Korean tenant who is the student, he's not there. And it's always the mother who's picking up the phone. And... The mother couldn't understand English well too. And not just that, the wife is also missing. And then afterwards, the landlord couldn't bear it anymore. The every month rental of 2006 was owing for two to three months. And the landlord was worried. And not just that, his neighbours told him that they found many pairs of shoes lying outside this unit and that for some reason, the door of his unit is always left open, as if like there's a heavy traffic of human flow in and out every day and at all hours. So the landlord asked us to go down to take a look. That's why we went down to take a look at the unit that day and we realised that there are telltale signs of being illegally sublet out by the tenant. We contacted the tenant and as per normal, we couldn't find the tenant. But we found the mother. And apparently, it seems that only the mother is staying in the unit. And on top of that, she has many other tenants staying in the unit whom we do not know them at all. And when I asked them for their credentials, like their passports and employment passes, they were very scared. Now, I realized that another funny thing is the mother has even rented out the balcony to someone to stay. So she sort of has um, separated 
rooms and stuff for people to stay in for the maximum, to take in the maximum number of tenants. In fact, in this case, she's actually making money out of the landlord. So we advise the landlord that we have to take back the unit. But how? What happened was we wrote a letter down to them and told them in black and white that they need to move. But on the day of grace for the last moment where we are supposed to take back the unit, the tenants are still staying in and they refuse to move. The reason they gave was we have no place to go to. Well, of course we couldn't let them stay on even though they have no place to move to. Why? Because, first of all, the, wife, the mother's name is not even in the contract. And secondly, those other tenants whom we saw in the unit, their names are not listed on the contract either. None of them are in the contract. And of course, they defaulted in many months of payments, so we needed them to get out. I contacted the police and I called in three times. The entire eviction action right, took me five hours at the unit. Never have I seen someone move house that swiftly before when the police arrived. The tenants just move as though it's animals running because of fire. Within five hours, everyone was vacated. And the police said that if the people had really no place to move to, can we allow them to stay on another day or two? But I told the police officer that no, we couldn't. It's because we don't even have their credentials and they're not even in the contract. This is trespass. So no choice, they have to move. What is the conclusion of the story that you managed to grab from here? Do you realize that the landlords are very kind people? First of all, they're kind enough to allow the thing to happen. Maybe because he didn't quite need the money that time or urgently. But his goodwill granted to the tenants spoiled the tenants. They thought of taking a yard since an inch was given. Second, the landlord said they're too shy to approach. For this case, this is a very nice landlord who signed on the lease and on our commissions form, they also signed that they will pay us for renewals. But I do know that many landlords are shy to approach us for help whenever they're there are things such things happen, is because a lot of them like to strike out the renewal clause for agents' commission. Whereas for me, most of, of, my, of my landlords, right, they will keep the renewal clause of the agents' comms in. That means to say they will still choose to pay me for renewals because they know that in case anything was to happen, I can help them save the time and effort and headache. Come, Let's talk about the key takeaways. First of all, landlords should always take note of the payment of rentals. And if rentals have gone late for more than a month, it's best to inform the agent and to check for recourse. What can be done? Two, to keep a good relationship with the neighbours will help you keep another eye to supervise the exterior of your house, although not the interior. Three, the telltale signs of being Unit being sublet out heavily. If you see more than 20 pairs of shoes outside a unit belonging to different people, some female, some male, and sometimes even children's shoes, 
is a cause for alarm already. 4. The main door of the unit will always be left open like a hotel should. Notice that the hotel doors can be opened easily. When people sublet your house uh, illegally, they want their tenants to come in and out smoothly. So they open the doors and they couldn't be bothered if anything is missing from the house because the house in the first place don't even belong to them. They don't really bother to take care of your unit for you. And so the main door and the gate will always be open. If you see that or your neighbor see that, it's high time to inform you to come down for a checking. Five, many men or women coming in and out of, a, of the unit as informed by tenant, by your neighbors, not your tenants, can also be a signal to you that something is weird is happening at the unit. We have landlords who tell us that sometimes the tenants use their house as a gambling den. And that's why many men and women is coming in and out or as a drug joint. So just be very careful. Do keep a close contact with your neighbours, even though you have moved out. So at least your neighbours can become your friend in need, should anything bad really happen. Well, I've come to the end of my story. I hope you have gotten some interesting takeaways from me today. If you wish to learn more about the rental jargons commonly used by real estate agents in Singapore, or con connect with me via Facebook, do click on my link https colon double slash shor dot by oblique anna ng in my show notes. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode sharing more tips and stories on phone etiquette tips and tricks. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. If you like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs and done for you services, visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, do subscribe to our email list because once you're subscribed, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, if your mind can perceive, you shall conceive. Sending you my confidence and I speak to you soon.